0: Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm Evan, or as you may know me on Instagram, Mile High Ground, and you guessed it, I am joined by (gasps) Gasp John, aka The Vintage Concepts. You can't get rid of me, folks. Nah, man, nor would we want to, and if we did we'd have bigger problems, I assume. So <laughs> Anyway, today, we are here to talk about a specific character who's gone on a bit of a journey over the past, ooh, 15-ish years. Mm-hmm. 15, almost exactly. And funny enough, the day that this episode drops is actually the day that this character's very own show debuts on Disney+. Plus. Money, please. We're talking about Ahsoka. Ooh, the show is actually supposed to premiere on the 23rd, but... It's coming out about six hours later. Uh, Earlier. Yay for me. Yeah, sorry. Earlier. Yay for me. I don't have to stay up super late. Obviously, I'm just top of my game awake all the time. So, <laughs> oh, boy. Clearly. But hey, before we dive into that, let's go into the usual shenanigans that we get into on the show here at the top, starting with Mail Call. John, what you got?
1: We got the Tuscan Raider 4-pack from Hasbro Pulse, finally uh, including the Chieftain and three uh, various grunts, all of which are unique, much like the Dune Sea Tuscans from the Book of Boba Fett. And uh, yeah, as we mentioned before, it, I, really like these, I really like this set. I really like these figures. It's the, the torso head and arms from the existing Tusken Raider, but it's the legs from the uh, wandering Jedi Obi-Wan figure. Uh, so it was interesting that they were just able to connect those two yeah. parts. I know it doesn't always work out like that. Um, and I think they have the feet from the Tuscan warrior, or they're very similar anyway.
0: Unique soft goods on each one. Um, yep.
1: Yep. And yeah. unique coloring on all of them. So you can, if you wanted to get multiple sets, you can mix and match, but then you'd end up with multiple chieftains. I don't know, put him in a regular Tuscan clan or something, if you will, with a different uh, coat, but uh, yeah, it's a really nice set.
0: It is. I, I really like the set. I was quite surprised. Um, but I'm always surprised when I get something of like a more tertiary character or a non even really named name. Do they just have a title uh, character? Yeah. And man, this set is just it's got everything, man. Everything is super posable, incredibly dynamic. The colors just pop on on them, which is fascinating since I always assume Tusken Raiders are very, uh, you know, blandly grey and brown yes. colored in their clothing. So it's it's nice to get some variety in in that thanks to Book of Boba Fett. And so. it's nice
1: to reexamine our biases every now and
0: again. Mm-hmm. it's hmm
1: That's what this show's yes. all about.
0: Obviously I was sounding a little bit Anakin there, <laughs> uh channeling a little bit of that. So apologies. <laughs> I'll be walking that back at some point.
1: <laughs> but it'd be great to get a Nikto speeder bike for them to ride. Like uh, a we'll get, Like a benta. But uh <laughs> Yeah, soon they will be joined by the Tuscan, they're already joined by the Tuscan Warrior, but soon they'll be joined by her again with a massive, uh, because shipping notices are kind of starting to go out for the target
0: exclusive pack of that. I didn't get one, but I'm sure it will happen sooner rather than later. I know Yak Face was saying that they went out. Did you? Uh, Well, I just
1: double checked and I got the email maybe a week ago that it had a date finally, but I think it just got pushed back to the 29th. Of August. I thought it was supposed to be this upcoming week, but now it's next week, so Oh Target. Oh Target. Up to your old tricks as always.
0: Speaking of old and tricks, it's Boba Fett Kenner Deco is finally shipping from Target. Uh the first of the three repaints. And that's a whole
1: different book of Boba Fett in and of itself. (laughs) But uh yeah, because those also had dates, and again, those are also pushed. I think one of them is September 10th now for me, one of them is August 29th. I have them all in hand. I'm kind of wondering if I should cancel if I should keep them and then return see if I get a, a better card than the ones I already have um we'll see what happens with that yeah uh,
0: it's 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 a mystery
1: we we think it's always going to we think we can close that book of boba fett but yet it keeps nope. reopening
0: yeah i ugh, whatever the less said about it the better so let's talk about boba fett not the target figures and uh I see here in the notes, Johnny that he book. just uh, rewatched the uh, the show book. Yes,
1: in anticipation of Ahsoka, I rewatched Mandalorian season two and the book of Boba Fett because she appears there. You'll be hearing about that later in the show. But uh, I liked it better this time, knowing kind of the shape of every. It's got a very strange structure, as we all know. Um, kind of knowing what they're going for now, I appreciated it a little bit more. But uh, there are still so many awesome designs that I would love to see as figures. Um, and it's nice that we're finally eighteen months after the show was on getting a decent selection of figures from it. So, you know, re-watching it eighteen months later helps to keep these figures feel fresh. Strangely enough, I don't know, maybe I would suggest that to you guys if you can if you can stomach the mod scenes again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's nice to be finally getting I see Chrysanthemum on my desk. I see the Tuskens, I see uh, Tim just put up a review of the uh, the n one starfighter, which is arriving from import stock in overseas, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, so it's nice to finally be getting a, a good selection of of Boba Fett figures in hand.
0: Definitely, definitely. Tell that to the 16 of the Cobb Vanth Cad Bane Black Series sets oh, yeah. <laughs> that have been sitting at my target for two weeks now. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of shows that are finally getting TVC figures, Rebels. Wow. Yeah, that Haslab's still chugging along. John, where are we at?
1: Still chugging along. We have... A- At the time of recording, we have 18 days left on the campaign, and we have 10,677 backers. So just about 323 backers needed until we finally bring home Bridger and unlock Ezra, the first tier unlock. So we're getting closer every day.
0: Um, I've I've noticed that uh, Hasbro has been sharing more about it. Uh, Over the past week or so, they've really gotten quite involved uh, and mm-hmm. putting out some stuff about that and um looks like john you've actually got a rundown of the days that they yeah. put things out and that's pretty nice i know that was kind of one of the complaints on some of the previous HasLab lab campaigns where it was just like oh hasbro's not really doing anything to push it themselves uh yeah it was more just them relying on on fans to to do it which is kind of part of the, the crowd fund part um yeah
1: but that's that's the crowd
0: yeah yeah who knew who knew um but i know the rancor also like they put a they they did all their stuff and then they just kind of went radio silent other than a couple little things that were kind of not super exciting photos yeah well, yeah so
1: previous campaigns they would they would start with a gray model and then one of the updates would be the painted model um and we did act, uh, so this time we started with a fully Painted thing, but we did get an actual painted model uh, shots update this week, I guess. But before that, on August 10th, uh, Emily of the Hasbro Star Wars brand team hosted a video looking at the figures that are or potentially will be included with this set, and they look awesome. Yeah, man. Of course. As we all know, Hera is coming with the set. Ezra is about to unlock soon. And then from there, we can get to uh, Kanan and Zeb at 14 and 17,000, respectively. Uh, A few days later, on August 14th, they at least photos of the painted model, which was more finished than the one shown at Comic-Con. Um, and those looked awesome. Uh, they had a lot more um, shots of the figures interacting with the ship, chilling out in the lounge area, uh, Ezra and Kanan training on top of the ghost, um, the various characters in the gunner's seat and in the uh, pilot's chairs and all that, which looked awesome. Um, and then on August 10th, they released a behind-the-build video of their model team in the model shop creating the model at... Uh, San Diego, for San Diego Comic-Con and bringing it out uh, with our pal John Miko getting a little uh, shout out at the end of the video uh, because he was there in person. And uh, yeah, so it's nice to see some of the other updates they've done for previous campaigns you know are the tier unlocks. So this time they showed all the tiers up front, so they can't you know, as we get towards them or unlock them, they can't have a new update saying, okay, look at this. Here's a new thing you didn't know about. We'll have a full rundown of the campaign later, so we'll get into whether that was a good idea, bad idea, whatever. but, uh, yeah, it's nice to see them promoting it. We've been promoting it a lot. A ton of pages have been promoting it a lot. It's nice to see Hasbro actually get Join out the there and tell people about it. Yeah. Yeah. And send emails about it and send push notifications about it, which helps. Because every time they do that, you know, I notice a little bump in the backer numbers. Um, yeah, so hopefully they got more stuff planned.
0: It's almost like the more they show off of it, the more people want it. So Yes, yes. Those figures, man, they are... Oof, I'm going to be so sad if we don't get them. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> they look incredible. And uh, to toot our own horn, as I've said before, I, I'm finishing my uh, deep dives into the character outfits. So you can go to our Instagram at SWTVC and check out. I did uh, Hera and Zeb this week. I think I'm doing Chopper this week. I got to look at my own calendar. I don't even remember what I
0: said I was going to do Yeah mister. Hey, you guys just need to look at the calendar. Stop asking me questions. <sighs> I got to
1: practice what I preach, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Ezra and Kane are already on there. So there's other versions they can do from these characters, but these versions with these accessories, these cards are exclusive
0: to this campaign. So
1: back it. Get the ghost.
0: Get the ghost. Um, it still hasn't been featured in action in the Ahsoka show promo uh, m- promo materials yet. However, there was a clip actually just released this week um, that showcased the Phantom Two in action uh mm-hmm. has kind of glimpsed in the trailer so it was a little bit longer than that um I didn't watch it with audio because I'm trying to not spoil myself um but I saw it go by and I ended up watching just the clip with no sound And I was just like that looks so That's cool I, I love it so much uh <laughs> there yeah. are uh,
1: yeah there was a fan event a couple of days ago that uh they showed the first couple of episodes so spoilers are just fully out and about right now yes I you know I know a lot of the pre-show spoilers I don't want to know I don't want to see anybody's reactions really before I watch the show. So Same, same. It's going to be a hard few days in the internet, avoiding landmines everywhere I go, but
0: Yeah, for us recording it right now, we still have a few days left. When you're listening to this, you will maybe have hours left. Uh so Yeah. Stay off the internet, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, that's good
1: advice in general, but yeah. Generally, yes, yes. Uh, Unless you're on our Instagram page. Yeah, of course.
0: That's the only thing you should be doing, so. Yes. Uh, but hey, <laughs> uh, speaking of the Ahsoka show, let's kind of talk about Ahsoka, the character, and the journey wow. that has led us to the show.
1: Yes. So we're going back into the world between worlds today to trace the history of Ahsoka Tano, the character in the Star Wars galaxy in the real world and in the Hasbro action figure line. Uh, So yeah.
0: Yeah. Heads up. Sorry. We're just going to be going full spoilers for Clone Wars, Rebels, Tales of the Jedi, Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. For those who perplexingly haven't watched them yet.
1: (laughs) You've had 15 years, folks. (laughs) Um, So Ahsoka was created by Dave Filoni and George Lucas for the Clone Wars. Uh, As we mentioned originally, it was gonna be about a different group of characters. She was gonna be a Padawan for a different Jedi. But George said, No, I want her to be Anakin's Padawan. Um, and in that behind the scenes video recently, Dave was like, Anakin doesn't have a Padawan. And George was like, Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> this is of course after after Revenge of the Sith. So, um, in the real world, so we were all confused because we didn't see her in two or three. So it's like, okay, uh, all right, here we go. Yep. Um, She's a Togruta, much like Shakti and the youngling Ashla from Attack of the Clones. There was actually talk of making her Ashla, but uh, the timeline of the Clone Wars didn't work out. They didn't want like a three-year-old running around, I guess. Um,
0: That would have been something.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would have been Young Jedi Adventures uh, 15 years ahead of its time. (laughs) But uh, she was the sort of point of view, entry, kid character of the series. Uh, learning the world and growing up alongside the intended audience, hopefully attracting some girls to the show, which was, you know, at the time, the franchise very leaning more towards boys, uh, boys and men. Um, and uh, <laughs> good yeah. Save, good save, that- good <laughs> save. Yep. <laughs> man, man, boys. I don't yeah. know what everyone would call us, but. Uh, we're men. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty shocking when she was revealed, like we said. Uh, yeah. Surprising that Anakin had a Padawan.
0: Just remember, Um, if something's not made exactly for you, that means it's trash, right? (laughs)
1: Yes. (sighs) Something not for me means bad automatically. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Ahsoka, of course, was voiced by Ashley Eckstein in animation, who has gone on to become a huge part of the fandom and a huge force for positivity. She created the Her Universe line, of course. She's always at celebrations and conventions, uh, spreading the gospel of Ahsoka to fans around the world, which has been awesome to see over the last 15 years. And Ahsoka was revealed on January 29th, 2008, ahead of the upcoming New York Toy Fair, since Lucasfilm knew she would be shown in the toy lines.
0: Oh my god, Lucasfilm actually told licensors about new characters and revealed them to the public ahead of time? (sighs) Imagine that. I can't. So anyway, that's where Ahsoka's real-world story began. But we recently saw the beginning of her in-universe story just last year in Tales of the Jedi.
1: She was born on the planet Shili, where she learned about life and death from her mother, Pav T. Tano. And she demonstrated a connection to the Force on a hunting trip, um, which you can see in that episode. And eventually, in a Clone Wars flashback, she was discovered and brought to the Jedi Temple by Master Plo Koon, who, of course, is Dave Filoni's uh, favorite rando background character from the prequels. Um, so he is a pivotal uh, character in Ahsoka's life, of course.
0: He's also voiced by James Arnold Taylor as well, correct? The voice of Obi-Wan? Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew and, I liked Clo for a reason. Uh,
1: we got to get an Obi Wan
0: connection somewhere. Yep, yep. But uh,
1: <laughs> there are plenty in Ahsoka's life. But uh, if we flash forward to her debut in the Clone Wars movie, directed by Dave Filoni, released on August fifteenth, two thousand eight, which was basically just four episodes of the show edited together and released theatrically.
0: You know, I, 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 I don't even count the movie as a separate entity. Yeah. Do, do you?
1: No, and uh, I'll say there's, there's some. Sh- even at the time, I remember some people were like, so are these episodes just going to be shown on TV? Star Wars fans in confusion, name a better duo. Yeah. Uh, as we're still dealing with a lot of the HasLab questions over and over again. But um, it's all part of the same entity. And then we're, there's a lot of timeline shenanigans, too, because George would say, I want to make a prequel to this. So there, there's a prequel to the movie in season one and in season two. So there's actually two episodes you have to watch before the movie now. Uh, it's
0: why uh, does, confusing. why does George not respect the canon and the timeline? <laughs> does he not understand Star Wars? Oh my God! <laughs> How dare oh he? My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: So in the movie, once we finally get to Ahsoka, uh, Yoda assigns her. She is a fourteen-year-old youngling at the time. I think originally she was supposed to be eleven, but they kind of retconned, aged her up a little bit. Uh, Yoda assigned her to be Anakin Skywalker's padawan. To teach him responsibility and how to let go of his attachments. Uh, how'd that go, guys? Um,
0: <laughs> Nothing says, let's teach a kid like throwing them into a war. Yes, uh, nice, fun
1: times with a child soldier. Yep. Um, but she was, at the beginning of the war, uh, as she got into it, she was brash and sarcastic, earning the nickname Snips from Anakin, who she called Sky Guy. She loved to assign nicknames to things early on. As <laughs> She was uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. She was snippy, uh, you But know? Yes so snippy um but in the film ahsoka fights in the battle of christophsis alongside anakin obi-wan and captain rex and uh, they rescue jabba's son rada aka stinky so that the republic can have passage through hut space i'll let you take most lightsaber discussion here all right well as you are wont to do anyway mm,
0: for the record i didn't write this part out you did john so (laughs) it's not my fault Uh, i'm letting you yes Take it. So at the time of her debut and in the early seasons of the Clone Wars and this movie, she wielded a single green lightsaber in a reverse grip. And in the movie, she fought against plenty of Separatist droids. Um, Yeah, Hasbro actually has released her single lightsaber because it kind of maintained the same uh, look throughout. Is pretty much the same lightsaber throughout, Um, just with different colors depending on the time. So, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, what was what was your reaction? to Ahsoka when she first came out, John.
1: Well, in general to the Clone Wars movie, I guess, um, is you know, a little bit of a different tone. It's lighter, more like episode one and two, as opposed to, you know, coming three years after the darker Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit of an adjustment. Some of the battle droid humor was a little bit of an adjustment at first. Um yeah, Ahsoka giving nicknames was not maybe my favorite element of the series, calling him R2E and calling the droid stick tinnies and things like that. Yeah. Um and then the, I don't know if they put their best foot forward with, it was very early animation. And as I said before, one of the fun things about Clone Wars is, as you see the characters grow and the galaxy change, uh, you see the animation grow and change too. And it gets better and better with every passing season. Um, so the movie is a little bit rough, and rough around the edges. But uh, yeah, Soka, she was, it was a shock, but you know, she's cool. She's She holds her own against some of these other characters and it was interesting seeing how she would add to Anakin's character and uh, grow into her own as well over the seasons. Yeah. Yeah. What was your,
0: you know, I, I, I agree with all of that. It was, I think right along, I, I I totally got the impression when she debuted, I was like, Oh, so this is, is this going to be a big thing for this show as we have it for how however long we have it is how are they going to fit this in? to anakin's story that we saw in the films yeah. like why was she never mentioned all of that stuff that was a big hang-up point for me i was kind of in that yeah. whole like you know eh, the prequels are meh i was still in that edgelord kind of uh teens <laughs> late teens early 20s kind of thing like i don't like the prequels yeah. even though i grew up with them and adored them um <laughs> a little bit of self-loathing goes a long way but yeah it didn't help with stuff like Artui and you know the whole uh, sky guy thing uh yeah Remember joking about it, because uh, when that came out, my high school was doing uh, Guys and Dolls, so I was like, ah, it's Sky oh, yeah. Guys and Dolls, and God, so <laughs> stupid. Uh, <laughs>
1: I love it, but uh, yeah. Overall, in general, it was like, okay, what's going to happen to her yeah. at the end of the Clone Wars? She's not in Revenge of the Sith. Does she die? I think that's was kind of the going theory is that she's just going to die. So she, she has to die. There's literally no, I can figure out no other creative possibility here.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I I did actually, while I was annoyed by kind of how they wrote the character in those early days, I did, I did find myself quite intrigued by the idea of Anakin being a teacher. Uh, I quickly warmed to that idea. Mm-hmm. So it was nice, and I really loved. Even in the movie, pretty quick, I did like the kind of dynamic they established between Obi Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka. And I do think, even though yeah. I have my issues with those early episodes, I do love in the movie where when she shows up and Obi Wan's like, "Ah, you must be my new apprentice," and she's like, "Okay, that's yeah. cool, Obi Wan. Stop telling me what to do because I'm actually Anakin's apprentice." And yeah. it's all just uh, like, uh-huh. w- 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 "What? Yeah,
1: what?" Oh? Because so. Obi Wan had requested an apprentice, but he never got one in the series, and I always felt they could have maybe thrown one in there as another character. But... To,
0: to be fair, though, I, I, the Jedi Council was low key having him just kind of keep tabs on both Anakin and Ahsoka to be their like <laughs> grand mentor. Yeah, <laughs> he was constantly That's true. having to worry about both of them doing wild. Shit.
1: Anakin would teach her how to follow the Jedi teachings, not teachings, their rules, but kind of flaunt them a little bit, do it in his own maverick kind of off the cuff sort of way.
0: Yes. How um, to creatively interpret the Jedi dogma in a way that is a little more self-serving.
1: That works for you a little bit more.
0: Yeah. So. No wonder Obi-Wan aged like 40 years (laughs) in between (laughs) the Clone Wars and A New Hope. So, yeah. I would have gone gray real fast. You have a lot fast, to deal, yeah, with. deal with those two. <laughs> but yeah. yes. So, let's jump to the figure.
1: Yes. So, first ever Ahsoka figure was released in the 2008 Clone Wars line, I believe, the second wave or third wave. But it was her quote unquote tube top look from the movie in the first two and a half seasons of the series. Uh, this figure included Rada in a backpack from the movie, as well as her single green lightsaber that, she, again, she carried in a reverse grip. Uh, This figure was in the animated styling, which had more or less the level of articulation seen in the concurrent Legacy collection. Uh, The figure has no elbows, though. But she does have knees and, I believe, ankles and, you know, ball joints, wherever uh, they were putting them at the time. This is the only sculpt that exists for this uh, look um, to this day. And uh, it was released in subsequent 2009 Red and White Clone Wars line. uh, Several multi-packs, kind of just as is. And in uh, other multi-packs with new accessories or new uh, costume parts, which you'll be hearing about in a little
0: bit. Um, you mentioned that she was maybe in like the second wave. I know. So did they launch? They launched multiple waves, though, at once. Like that was back in the heyday. Because I remember very much seeing uh, my Walmart actually had put out the aisle shipper. of the, I remember this clearly because. Yeah. These were a couple of the only figures I got uh, in that time when I wasn't collecting. They put out the Clone Wars figures like a week and a half early. Uh, And I just was in there. I didn't because I wasn't following this stuff. And I went in. I was like, wow, these look kind of neat. I like them. So I did actually pick up Anakin and Obi-Wan from that first wave, And I remember seeing Ahsoka and I remember seeing like Rex and Yoda and like a bunch of stuff that was in like the first 10 numbers or so of figures yeah um and it was awesome i just remember picking up anakin and obi-wan and then i went back later that day because i was like i might just grab a couple more of these i like these figures i kind of like to get some of these i almost got back into collecting in 2008 (laughs) i almost did because of the clone wars i went back and walmart had wheeled that thing back to the back like said wait a minute in hours after i had bought something off of it they were like oh whoops (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) yeah that was the line when it launched i know some collectors were like "Ah, i'm not going to get into the animated look it kind of felt like a a new thing a second thing after the uh realistic figures but that line had the the atte debuted alongside it that debuted along the bmf the big millennium falcon and the first wave of legacy collection that was an amazing time uh of the collection but uh yeah and then yeah like i said some collectors were not in on Clone Wars I was all in from the beginning and uh, what aren't you all in on John (laughs) that's true (laughs) great question but uh, yes so yeah if you want to talk about season one a little bit
0: well I know we kind of talked a little bit uh, leading up to it with the movie and kind of brought up some stuff from it but season one uh, did premiere shortly after the uh, theatrical release of the I guess the glorified pilot Uh, so it premiered on Cartoon Network a few months later on October 3rd 2008 Um, and throughout these first few seasons Ahsoka followed Anakin on missions including one where they had to recover the lost R2-D2
1: yes and you can commemorate this moment in the 2009 ambush on the Vulture's Claw battle pack which included the previously released Ahsoka figure now wearing a poncho because every Jedi needs to go undercover with a poncho at least once. And Ahsoka did it a lot with various ponchos. We will not be discussing all of them on the show. There are some cool ones, I will say. But uh, yeah.
0: We could do an entire episode just on ponchos.
1: <laughs> I'd love a poncho pod.
0: Yeah, at least half of it would be dedicated to Cal Kestis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. See, the... Poncho trend continues to this day and perhaps maybe even better than ever. Now.
0: I'm love, I'm here for it, man. I love ponchos. I'm mad at Antonio Banderas for not ever making good on his promise to go to a, uh what is it, fashion school and bring back capes and ponchos <laughs> for men. Because I want to wear ponchos and capes all oh, the time. I yes. oh, hate my life obviously. without them. God, obviously.
1: God. Obviously, I'm all about the capes and ponchos. Oh, man. Not really, but I, I would be, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, imagine walking into Walmart and doing a cape yeah. flip, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a certain kind of guy <laughs> that I don't, you know.
0: Well, imagine I'm it was too... cool.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too close <laughs> to that kind of guy anyway. So uh, throughout the first uh, season, Ahsoka held her own against villains like Asajj Ventress and General Grievous. And towards the end of season one, she led and lost several clone pilots in the assault above Ryloth, which was a big moment for her character growth, where she came face-to-face with the cost of war in a real way for the first time. Uh, this is where some of the nicknames and some of the uh, snippiness started to kind of go away as she realized, oops, this is uh, pretty serious stuff.
0: It, it's interesting because throughout season one of Clone Wars, even though it was more kid more aimed at the the younger audience and more kid friendly. It did pretty quickly kind of go on that trajectory of maturing even throughout the first season, yeah. which you can see comparing the movie to the Ryloth yeah. episodes at the end.
1: Yeah. And even the next step, because like the Ryloth arc is Anakin and Ahsoka in space. And then Obi-Wan leads the assault on land. And then Mace Windu is the finisher. Um, but it, yeah, in the Obi-Wan episode, it has the, uh, clones waxer and boiled looking after, uh, Numa she calls him Nera a brother but uh, yeah exploring some of these more things like oh my god these yeah abandoned children of the war what's left in the wake of uh, it's not all just fun and games and nice fun lightsaber duels
0: and the first episode is that Yoda episode ambush where it's mm-hmm. just right out the gates they're like hey so like the clones are all people with their own yeah. wants needs desires personalities like yep. they're all people so every time you see one just die yeah, you're going to care now.
1: So It's going to hurt more than <laughs> you thought it was going to. Yeah. but uh, So in the Ryloth arc, Ahsoka flew a Delta 7B Jedi Starfighter, which Hasbro released in 2009. It was a repaint of the Obi-Wan and Anakin ships that had already come out. Um, this also saw a mission fleet release in 2022. So Ahsoka's droid was R7A7, uh, released in the so-called Shadows of the Dark Side animated line in 2010 and has also been available as a a realistic figure in the Disney Parks droid factory parts bins. You got to put it together yourself. And again, from Hasbro in the 2020 Celebrate the Saga Jedi Order pack of uh, five POA figures. So it's it's a less articulated R7-A7, but how articulated do you need R7-A7 to be?
0: Incredibly. I need him to have everything.
1: Incredibly. He does appear throughout the series and even in uh, Bad Batch, but uh, yeah, we're not there. Yet we don't really cover that Batch. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> Let's jump into season out. two, John. Yes, yes. Thank you for keeping me on track. Uh, so in that season, early on, Ahsoka and Anakin faced off against bounty hunter Cad Bane. In order to protect four sensitive children, he was hunting for Darth Sidious. Uh, in the episode Cargo of Doom from that arc saw them fighting in space, in which Ahsoka wore a full body jumpsuit, because all you need to be protected in space is a fishbowl on your head and uh, some pink pajamas. Um, it's so le-
0: Rogers, man. It's so serialized. <laughs> stuff. I love it. love
1: it. So Hasbro released that as a figure in 2009. Um, it looked similar to her uh, regular season one figure, but uh, the pink hue of that jumpsuit was changed to a more accurate, show accurate, deep red two years later in the Cad Bane's Escape battle pack. In this season, she befriended fellow Padawan Barris Offie in season two. Uh, a much more by-the-book Jedi that contrasted with Ahsoka and Anakin's more improvisational style, let's say, uh, with her master, Luminar Unduli. And after the Second Battle of Geonosis, Ahsoka and Barris did some cleanup, and they faced off against Geonosian brain worms, uh, which was commemorated in the 2012 Brain Invaders exclusive pack, supposed to be a Walmart exclusive, delayed, uh, sent to clear-out uh, stores. I believe I got it either at Ross or Marshall's at the time. <laughs> Which, you know, Walmart was uh, fumbling the bag over a decade ago, so that's good to see some, some things never
0: change. Consistency um, is always comforting. Yes.
1: <laughs> so it was the same original season one Ahsoka figure yet again uh, with clone trooper Scythe, Scythe? I should have looked that up ahead Scythe, of time. Scythe? Scythe. Scythe. Scythe, Scythe. Yeah. But, <laughs> Welcome uh, to also another some, episode of the yeah.
0: pronunciation <laughs> game with Evan and John.
1: <laughs> Saying names you've only ever seen written out. Um <laughs> But uh, they included some brainworms to wrap around them. So that's sort of what makes the Ahsoka figure unique, as well as a DVD of the episode.
0: Remember DVDs? I love DVDs. Yeah.
1: But uh, when it was on, it was on Cartoon Network, but I'd watch it on StarWars.com. They would also upload it there quite a bit. Um, back to the DVDs, they would release episodes, some episodes on DVDs, and then they would have, yeah, the full season sets on DVD.
0: And some of them, they would kind of cut together the episodes as almost like a movie where they'd take mm-hmm. the intros out. So.
1: They did it for the Maul arc from Season 4, I remember, which was awesome. But before we get to Season 3, another Tales of the Jedi episode uh, shows Anakin enlisting the help of his clone troopers to teach Ahsoka the importance of getting back up and defending herself. Uh, This episode takes place somewhere early in the war, based on their haircuts and outfits, but has a new training outfit for Ahsoka that has yet to be released in any format, sort of somewhere between her two main Clone Wars looks. So is this... Is this training look a sort of a retcon of her sort of questionable tube top outfit or is it separate gear just for training? Unclear.
0: I definitely had to do when I was recently like getting my my girlfriend into the Clone Wars when we were watching that over the pandemic. uh, Just instantly right off the bat as soon as Ahsoka showed up. (sighs) She was like, really? Is this? Little girl just wearing a tube top, and the guys get armor and stuff. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 it gets better, it gets better. Yes. So I never liked the tube top look. So if it is a retcon, thumbs up from me.
1: It's a solid retcon. They gave Obi Wan his mullet, which he never had in the series, which was nice to see. So it's maybe some light retouching of the animation model and the history of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I if we got a figure of that look in lieu of the early ones and they tried to pass it off as like her. Oh, she always looked this way. Be Like, yeah, yeah, she did. That works.
1: And if I can get into some light uh, Ahsoka series speculation here, skip ahead a little bit if you don't want to hear this. Uh, In one of the TV spots, we hear Anakin telling Ahsoka, um, you won't only be fighting droids in this war and kind of telling her about the Clone Wars. Are we going to get a flashback? Is it going to have this outfit? That's sort of my guess is that they were introducing this look to sort of set that up. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it'll be her season three through uh, five outfit. We do not
0: do not know. That outfit would require less makeup work than the tube top look. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. We'll see.
1: But okay, back to the Clone Wars. Okay, okay. So, halfway through season three, the heroes all got new animation models, as you say. For Ahsoka, this meant she looked a little older. It's a, maybe a year or two into the war, maybe 15 or 16 years old now. Finally, let her wear more clothes. Um, no longer in the uh, Ayla Sakura school of uh, Jedi attire. <laughs> um, and she started using a shorter yellow green Shoto blade in addition to her main green lightsaber.
0: Is it yellow? Is it green? Who knows? Who can say? It's yeah. It's somewhere it's, it's in there. Both and neither. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, no. You take this. Okay.
0: So this look uh, did get an animated figure in 2011 in the Shadows of the Dark Side look, and it had elbow articulation finally for Ahsoka. Wow. Um, and this figure was pretty hard to get. Uh, at that time, did you have trouble finding it, John?
1: Uh, I, I somehow got. All- all or most of the, I got most of the Clone Wars figures in store because I think like not as many collectors were hunting them, but some of the waves, especially around 2010, 2011, only showed up like once. I remember the Darth Cities wave was really hard to get. So I saw Ahsoka not that many times. And I know she was, you know, pretty in demand, of course, as the main character of the show. It's almost um, like she
0: got more popular as time went on and yes, the character shocking. evolved and
1: matured and grew. People gave her a chance. Yeah. But uh, and weirdly, so this figure didn't have her last name on the packaging, uh, which has happened a few times since. We'll get into that in a second. But I was never entirely sure why. If it was like a rights thing for another character named Tano or something, I have no clue. Or if maybe it meant something offensive in another language or something. I that's just something to point out. It also happened on the vintage collection figure of this same uh, look, yes. which came out a year a year later in 2012 in the final wave of. Vintage Collection 1.0. That
0: uh, was also released alongside uh, Obi-Wan in his Clone Wars look. So mm-hmm. there's me bringing it back to Obi-Wan. I need to just get a yes. big <laughs> chest tattoo that says, because <laughs> of Obi-Wan.
1: <laughs> yes, you're Obi number one fan. That's ooh, terrible. I'm ooh. trying to get there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the wave wasn't exclusive to, I guess, fan channel. I got it on Amazon as a, I think I got it on Amazon as a, uh, a wave case at the time. Um, and it was going for upwards of like six to 800 bucks a few years ago. We've talked about it before.
0: Yeah, it was pricey. And you know what, just for the record, that is not a figure I spent over a hundred dollars on when I was going back and filling in my collection. It was one of the first ones I went for when I was like, I'm going to collect carded TVC uh, back in like 2018 and 20, yeah, 2018. And I got one, I think for like $85.
1: Interesting. Was that? Was it common that she was that expensive at the time? Or was it like, she just got a crazy deal?
0: I got a crazy deal. Um, It was, yeah, there was one that I had to jump on, so. Okay. Because, yeah, she it just climbed exponentially for a couple years there. Which
1: was interesting because, of course, she was repacked into the Walmart-exclusive 3.75-inch black series Mm -hmm. lying in those ugly red and black boxes in 2016.
0: That did not affect Um, the value of the TVC 1.01 at all at all so
1: but uh yeah it was the first time you got this
0: figure right it it was thanks to the walmart one. i remember going to a a walmart in denver the one by the airport actually because i lived close to it uh i went to it at like this was when walmart's were open all night uh i went at like 1 a.m and they had just there was a box sitting on top of the toy shelf and i pulled it down and it was this ahsoka wave Wow. Uh, and that was what, who else was in that wave? I don't care. Uh, but yeah. Panda Bobbin and a Tuscanator or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, somewhere those, around there those two Royal ones, guard. Those, those and, ones were later. Later Royal guard for sure. I think was in there, but yeah, it, uh, I was really excited because I was just getting back in. This was 2016 or, uh, this is
1: 2016. The figure came out.
0: Uh, this is when I was, you know, really getting back into really collecting and really enjoying opening figures and all of that as well. Um, And I didn't have uh, an open Ahsoka of any variety at that time. So I was very excited to get this because it was so expensive. So,
1: yeah. And uh, Hasbro gave us another opportunity to get this figure last year uh, when it was repacked into Vintage Collection 2.0 with a photo reel update, uh, that vintage card again. Yeah. Which that's how I have it carded. It's I don't hate the figure. It's not it's not like good necessarily
0: the i i have it's a, not great certainly. i have the uh, 2016 version right here actually um it's it's really let down i think the biggest problem with it i mean i could use a new head uh but it's yeah. this uh middle of the torso like waist yeah. cut that if you turn <laughs> her even slightly it's just because of the proportions she's just sticking sticking out corners, yeah. corners of articulation and it's yeah, very it does not look good so
1: yeah it's an okay sculpt. Yeah, the articulation is pretty bad.
0: Yeah, the swivel um, uh swivel hips are meh. So
1: yeah, compared to some of the later Ahsokas, of course, it uh does not hold a candle to them. But uh yeah. very
0: good figure this, of the time. But
1: yes. And this design is getting an all-new sculpt in Black Series six inch line next year. Yeah. This year, late late this year, early next year, which yeah, it does highlight how outdated the vintage collection one really is. But uh, story-wise, Season 3 saw Ahsoka growing up more. Uh, She met Lux Bonteri, the son of a Separatist senator named Mina Bonteri, who was Padme's mentor. And she learned that the war wasn't quite as black and white as she had thought. These Separatists can be nice. There are heroes on both sides. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) It's the title of the episode, folks. Uh, So the big Season 3 weird thing for Ahsoka was uh, she somehow ended up on Mortis, a planet I guess dimension, whatever with Anakin and Obi-Wan in which she was uh, turned to the dark side by the sun. Who's basically the embodiment of the dark side. She died. Yeah. She was resurrected. That's kind of a big one. All caps died. (laughs) (laughs) She was resurrected thanks to the daughter, basically the embodiment of the light side, kind of giving her her force, life energy, something. Uh, And since then, Ahsoka has been followed by a convoy, owl creature named Morai that looks a lot like the daughter. Uh, Very weird. This will definitely come up in the Ahsoka series, but it's very strange. It is. We love it.
0: It, We do. Uh, It's uh, Well, what, the son is Sam Witwer in one of Mm -hmm. his many roles that he plays in the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also Darth Maul, and I think he was He was Starkiller before this. He was Starkiller before this, and then he did some, was he Palpatine in the Force Unleashed 2 as well? (laughs) He did he help, help between every something. now and then yeah.
1: when, when Ian McDiarmid is too busy or too good to do it. Yeah,
0: but I, I do want I want to talk about these episodes real quick because, like, you know me, my my yeah. Star Wars passion is this crazy out there force lore. Like, what can we do with the metaphysical aspects of this stuff? Yeah, and when you're like, it's it's a planet, it's a dimension. It's like, nah, John, it's an idea. <laughs> 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 um, yeah because
1: like they, they see it it's like it's is it like a looks like a hexagon or something it's some weird thing when they see it yeah right but it's like because when they come out of the vision the experience at the end of the episode like no time has passed for anybody else
0: yeah um, it's very twilight zony. uh it yeah it's yeah no time has passed but yet so much has happened to these characters yeah And then, of course, it does the thing of like, oh, was it all a dream or they don't really remember it all? Uh, Yeah. Especially just when you think about it. But I I constantly think back to that scene where Anakin and Obi-Wan are in the lava cave. Ooh, Why would they be surrounded Mm. by lava? (laughs) And the sun shows Anakin what Anakin is going to become. And he sees the Vader helmet. He sees everything. And yeah. It's absolutely devastating seeing Anakin look at that and reject it, and yeah, oh, uh, but you know that he's on a collision course with this no matter what he does. Um, so, like, I really, where Dave has talked, Dave Filoni has talked about, you know, uh, I love how he describes Duel of the Fates and the Phantom Menace and talking about fate and destiny and Star Wars. And these episodes were just super juicy for that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, for. Ahsoka there was a whole thing where everybody kind of had their own weird vision like Anakin saw Shmi, um mm-hmm. Obi-Wan saw Qui-Gon for the first time, Liam Neeson came back to the role for the first time since Phantom yep. Menace in this arc and um Ahsoka saw a vision of herself from the future uh where she said, "Look, if you stay Anakin's Padawan, you're not going to this is, you will not become this basically." Yeah. Um something along those lines uh where it was, you know, teasing her fate which we were still completely unsure about. Um, yeah, a lot of crazy mystical stuff going on in these episodes, where it reinforced that Anakin is the Chosen One, but he's got to watch out for his heart. And there's Ooh, good stuff, great stuff. Yeah,
0: you know the the sun kills the daughter, uh, kills you know the light, the mm-hmm. the dark side kills the light. However, the light always persists regardless. So maybe there's something there. Mm-hmm. Who knows?
1: I guess. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> I
0: guess whatever. <laughs>
1: I guess. I don't know. Maybe they'll get into it more in the uh, Ahsoka series. We, you know, who knows? But uh,
0: Sorry for derailing. I absolutely love those episodes. I know they're kind of controversial. I know some folks hate them, uh, but...
1: That's everything in Star Wars.
0: Yeah, I don't care, so...
1: But uh, on the figure side of things, if we can get a little spooky scary real quick, when Ahsoka (laughs) turned to the dark side briefly, she had the same animation model, but had a lot of spooky scary blue veins all over her face, uh, which could make... Maybe that'd be a fun Halloween repaint or something. I don't know if they, uh, maybe on a better, uh, more articulated version of this look.
0: Hey man, if life day Chewbacca can happen, there's no yeah. reason we can't get a <laughs> Disney parks exclusive, uh,
1: repainted Halloween. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, Seriously. But, <laughs> uh, uh, on a character note at the end of season three, another important thing that happened was she was kidnapped by Trandoshan hunters and she had to team up with other Padawans along with a certain uh, famous Wookiee. Yeah in order to survive, which showed that she could indeed survive on her own now without Anakin's help, uh, thanks to the training that she had gotten over the last few years of the Clone Wars. Yeah,
0: And then we jumped to Season 4, which brought more adventures and more outfits. One of which was
1: made into a figure, many of which were not, sad to say. So Ahsoka fought in the underwater battle of Mon Cala, in which she wore scuba gear, which has been released as a figure, an animated figure in the 2012 Darth Maul line look with a firing lightsaber launcher. She used an assault submarine, which was released uh, with a scuba clone trooper in a deluxe set. Uh, Also released with a regular Season 3 Ahsoka in the Mission Fleet line. So the scuba clone, Ahsoka, and that submarine were the only figures from that arc. Um, Yeah, it would have been cool to get Anakin and Padme in their uh, scuba gear, but that's not the world we live in, sad to say.
0: This was kind of when they were winding down on... There's not a whole lot from Season 4 and beyond.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, because one of the things, yeah, with uh, animated shows, you know, they get the big kid audience, and then they kind of age up alongside the kids. And some kids say, "I, I had enough. I had two years of Clone Wars figures. I don't need any more." Um, you know, they would try different things. They moved season five to Saturday mornings from Friday nights. Um, originally they had Clone Wars was on TNT. They tried all kinds of things to, uh, uh, goose the ratings. Put it on Adult Swim, et cetera, et cetera. Um. Yeah, the figure line was kind of winding down at this point, uh, unfortunately. But so we never got some of these other season four looks, including uh, her blue dress from when she went undercover to stop the Zygerian slavers who were capturing her fellow Togruta. The blue slave dress has never been released in any format. I forgot to mention this was I'm mentioning it now. Uh, It was an adaptation of a comic arc as well. Um, You know, as Dave loves to kind of adapt things and change them a little bit. Or George does, I guess. Um, but she teamed up with Lux Bonteri again and faced off against the Mandalorians of Death Watch, including Pre and Bo-Katan Kryze in her first ever uh, appearance in anything Star Wars.
0: Just when you when you typed that and you said it's the first appearance of Bo-Katan, I was like, that can't be right. You're a liar, right. John. It is right. I I'm, didn't realize she didn't show up until that late in the game. Uh, yeah, she, she, she feels been like she's always been there.
1: Yes. Yes. But So this was the first time we don't even see her face in this episode. Yeah. But uh, she slaps Ahsoka on the butt, which that's got to count for something, I guess. Friendship is um, forever from <laughs> then on out.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, sealed with a slap. Um, so in this episode, Ahsoka wore a coat on the snowy planet of Karlak, uh, which has never been released in any format. Uh, she wore it again later in season five. Um, in this episode, she also beheaded four Mandalorians at once, which is just too damn badass, not to mention. Do you want to take us to season
0: five a little bit? Yeah, man. So... Uh- Ahsoka helped train some insurgents on Onderon, including uh, a certain Saw Guerrera. She Makes also sense. helped train younglings to build their lightsabers, working with Professor Hu Yang. You uh, wrote hashtag Hu Yang gang. Uh, he's an ancient <laughs> droid who has been with the Jedi since the very beginning. Perhaps we'll see him again soon. Hmm. Yes. Uh, voiced by David Tennant. We talked about him in the last episode. Yes, about I love him. Stuff. I
1: talk about him all the time because he rules... And he's finally getting the spotlight again in the Ahsoka series, but uh, yeah,
0: I'll just say it right here and right now: you have got me dangerously close to putting him into my top twenty-five for next year's list. As <laughs> he is sitting at number twenty-six eternity. right now, and I'm going to have to make some edits. So join the Hugh Yang
1: gang. The whole, it's going to get huge once he shows up in Ahsoka. So <laughs> I am so stoked.
0: Yeah, I'm becoming a true believer, John. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So and then it's you said one. here you were talking about the Carlac coat. She wore it on Ilum. Uh, yes, so yeah. yes,
1: she did. So. Yeah, could serve uh, double duty for some of these things. Yeah, at the end of the season five, she flew a unique Ada 2 Jedi Starfighter that has never been released.
0: I love Ada 2s, and I genuinely really love the 2004-2005 Sculpt for that vehicle. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, it,
0: it could it's use an
1: upgrade. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, It's better than the little cheapo one they did in 2013, yeah. but, uh, you know.
0: It does everything I need it to do. It looks really good. Sure. And I feel like with some modern deco, it would look great. Yeah. So it
1: could fit a, it, could fit a droid in the socket a little bit better. But I, yeah, really I would like them to right re-examine
0: with that uh, yeah. how to put droids in there. But yeah, I don't know. I I would be pretty happy if they just did any and all repaints they could offer in T V C with modern deco of that to get a bunch of Ada 2s out. I know I...
1: That exact Ada 2 was released in Vintage Collection in 2012, I want to say. It was Um,
0: uh, as Uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's Jedi Starfighter. I would at least like Anakin's, but uh, Ahsoka's is incredible. I love that vehicle in general. Uh, Give me all of them, please.
1: Yeah. And Ahsoka flew a unique one in that same arc at the beginning when they're attacked by buzz droids and Ahsoka has to save him. Yep. Um, One final mission together with her master, I guess, because in this arc, the final arc of its Cartoon Network run, Ahsoka was framed for a bombing at the Jedi Temple.
0: Yep. And betrayed by a friend, condemned by the Jedi, she loses her faith in the Jedi Order. Uh, She declines their invitation back once Anakin clears her name and leaves Anakin and the Jedi behind her, which is referenced in the Ahsoka trailer as well so
1: yes that's that's her big choice yep. and then that was like okay that's why she's not in revenge of the sith yep because she's not a jedi anymore <laughs> but that was But what's she up yeah. to <laughs> well yeah we don't know but uh so we yeah we kind of thought that was going to be the end of clone wars it was canceled uh disney bought lucasfilm yeah the show ends with a
0: really somber version of ahsoka's theme playing over yep. the credits and then it's like that's it folks go home enjoy revenge of the sith
1: yes for uh, the final arc uh which was actually yeah, because Disney bought Lucasfilm October of 2012. This aired March uh, 2013. Um, but yeah, the final arc had uh, the great Kevin Kiner did the music uh, for the entire run of the series um, and uh, got the uh, a, a real live orchestra for this final arc, which makes it all sound even better. So good. Um, so good. I yeah. love that arc. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they did finish up some extra episodes for a, a brief Shortened season six. The Lost Missions. uh, Yes. On Netflix, where Ahsoka only appears very briefly in one of Yoda's visions when he sees uh, the end, the ruination of the Jedi. Um, She kind of calls out to him, but that's the only Ahsoka content you get.
0: Well, not entirely true. They didn't finish this up, but the... uh uh, what is it, the Crystal Crisis on Utapau uh, episodes that were not yeah. finished. They were released as- Completely
1: a separate thing. Yeah. From what we're talking about, but yes.
0: Uh, well, it's, yeah. Not true from a certain point of from view. From a certain right, point right. of view. But that kind of deals with, uh, I think Anakin and Obi-Wan have a discussion about Ahsoka leaving the order and we get a little bit more of how Ahsoka leaving affected Anakin.
1: Yes, you don't see her though. So you don't really see sure. her, no, 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 so. There was some stuff, In the real world, in between, but we're going chronologically story order here, folks, so bear with us for a minute. Uh, It was brought back for one final season on Disney Plus in 2020, finally bringing three long planned arcs to the screen, uh, two of which heavily feature Ahsoka. There were many other arcs that were uh, planned but never finished, but they got all the important Ahsoka stuff to the screen.
0: So the second arc, uh, was the Martez sister arc. I know, I know, I know, uh, but features (laughs) Ahsoka kind of making her way in the Coruscant underworld and making some new friends and getting caught up in some nasty business with the pikes. Um, we see her in a new costume that walkabout kind of walkabout jumpsuit sort of thing. Uh, and since she's no longer a Jedi, she's lightsaberless and having to rely on her skill and cunning to get out of these situations. Um, she is then tracked down by Bo-Katan Kryze and the Night Owls as they need help toppling Maul, who has returned to wreak havoc on Mandalore, which leads to the final arc, the long-awaited Siege of Mandalore.
1: Yes, which we had known about, but it was first mentioned in content by Rex in Season 2 of Rebels, and again in a Ahsoka uh, YA novel, which we've mentioned a little bit before. Um, yeah, where Bo-Katan and Ahsoka, they're teamed up, they go to the Republic for help retaking Mandalore at such a critical time in the Clone Wars, uh, when the Republic is spread thin enough as it is with the Outer Rim sieges. Um, but she reunites with Anakin after an undetermined amount of time. I, my guess is six months to a year, maybe? I don't know.
0: I Personally, can I just interject and say I've never really liked that the Clone Wars takes place over only three years.
1: You know who agrees with you is Dave Filoni.
0: Yeah. Thank God for Dave Filoni. <laughs>
1: I don't know who... if George said that, or they said that back in the day where they said Revenge of the Sith takes place takes place three years after attack of the clones
0: i feel like george said that and that was like it was kind of a combination thing where they just all agreed on that but i know at at one point i remember they were talking about changing it and that would have been perfect when they changed canon to kind of reset a little bit i think there was talk of it being changed to five years or something i don't know
1: let the air out of the tires a little bit yeah um uh, a
0: lot happens in those three years. So,
1: yes, they're they're busy folks with seven seasons of a TV show plus books and everything. Yeah. But uh, I mean, the, the, the Galactic Civil War is only four years, but that seems like there's not as much happening. Well, there, it's, it's only
0: four years, but it's building for 19. So I guess. Yeah. The Clone
1: Wars is building over the 10 years between. One and two, with the separatist movement growing. I guess I don't know.
0: true, true. But I mean, you still had like some guerrilla warfare and uh, unorganized stuff with a s- seeds of rebellion and whatnot in pockets. Sure. For all that building, but I don't know.
1: We'll get to that era in a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but when they uh, reunite, when Anakin and Ahsoka reunite, there's a lot left unsaid between the two. Uh, as you know, <laughs> we'll catch up later. We'll have time. Alas. Later never comes as Anakin and Obi-Wan have to rush off to save the captured Chancellor on Coruscant, leaving Ahsoka with half of the 501st, now called the 332nd under the command of, did Rex take a demotion to Commander?
1: I thought it was a promotion, but I don't know how it works.
0: Promotion. I don't know how any of it works, but yeah. So while Revenge of the Sith is starting to take place, Ahsoka pursues Maul while the Mandalorian factions battle for their planet, uh, which leads Ahsoka to having a final showdown with Maul, who has some ominous words about the impending end of the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep, and we all know how that goes. Not great. Not great. Not great. Order 66.
1: Uh, in which Ahsoka defends herself against, uh, Commander Rex who is fighting against his programming as much as he can. Uh, they team up to face off against other clones, remove his chip, can't quite stop Maul from escaping into the unknown. Uh... Yeah, it's depressing, but it's amazing. The final arc is some of the best. It's Star Wars in my book.
0: Siege of Mandalore is incredible. Um, I remember when it first came out, I got the ep- I downloaded the episodes and cut them together as a movie so I could just watch them that way, uh, uninterrupted, and it's very satisfying. Thanks. Um, I do love in this Order sixty six uh, thing where you mentioned how she fights off the clones. Uh, she uses the same technique that we then saw in going back yep. a little bit to that Tales of the Jedi episode that Anakin was training her to fight off against an insurmountable amount of enemies so
1: yes um which is a cool way to connect them and then you see even a little bit of the order 66 scene when she and rex are about to go out to face jesse and all the clones yep um yes yeah, depressing yep but it's I forgot for kids to mention, <laughs> yes uh and i forgot to mention in this arc of course lightsaber stuff um anakin tinkers with her green lightsabers and turns them blue yes and improvement um, so she has a new look in the season yes yeah. a little more like his maybe yeah yeah um perhaps why that's why he thinks they're better, but uh she abandons. Does she lose one? She abandons at least one she, on the planet where she buries all the clones.
0: She leaves them behind. There's in the Ahsoka YA novel that has kind of been retconned by all of this, it's mentioned that she buries her lightsabers okay. there. Um she fully renounces the the Jedi the part of her life. Yeah. So
1: and then at the very end of Clone Wars, uh Darth Vader at some undetermined time later. Uh, finds one of them on that planet as more kind of flies above my god that was so sad also hit right at the beginning of the lockdowns and everything in the real world so it was like uh, uh, something to look forward to every week the Clone Wars yeah
0: man yeah I'd be lying we've been
1: looking forward to for years I'd be
0: lying if I said I didn't get uh maybe a little emotional at the end of that
1: (laughs) I got quite emotional that was maybe more emotional than I've gotten uh than about any other Star Wars content I don't know how much of it was Real world stuff building up, but it was a very uh, heavy, intense moment.
0: But I don't watch cartoons because they're for kids <laughs> yeah. and there's nothing of value in them.
1: <laughs> Only movies are good.
0: Uh, boy! So, yeah. So figure wise, <laughs> let's talk about it. Yes. H- Hasbro was real quick to get Ahsoka's new look out there in summer of 2020, right after the episodes had aired for Black Series collectors. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, however it was a hard to find Walmart exclusive, uh, and it was inaccurate since it was a kit bash of the rebels version of the character they had previously made in order to get out there quick. Uh, as you'll notice TVC and three and three quarter inch didn't have a rebels version to pull from to make something mm-hmm. quick. So maybe the way it was worth it. Um, it also got a figure sometime in there. Was it early 2021? Uh, in the, Somewhere in there, in the "quote unquote" is it canceled or not? Galaxy of Adventures five-inch <laughs> line, uh, in animated style, as that line was. So, oh, and in yeah. the Disney toy box line, John. So yeah, they're both kind of stylized. They're not
1: quite stylized towards the Clone Wars. It's kind of their they're own. kind of their own thing. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's strange, but
0: and Hasbro striking while the iron is hot. They did get the TVC version about fourteen to sixteen-ish months after the Clone Wars season seven ended. I mean, we had seen the character well before the show aired, yeah. well before. Anyway, oh, Hasbro, some things don't change.
1: Believe, yeah, because they showed at least a trailer of it uh, in 2019 in Celebration uh, Chicago. I'm wearing a shirt from there today, actually. Yep. You can see yep. and we were there together. No one else can see. We, but yeah.
0: we saw because they showed Yeah, they showed that trailer and they had a poster of her in that costume with the blue yeah. lightsabers. I had that. So we saw it a whole year. Yeah. We saw it 13 months before... The show aired <gasps> third. Mm. Uh, mm.
1: yeah. Oh, I forget when, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 But, uh, it's a great figure though. It is. It is it's worth the wait, I guess. I, uh, I
0: would say so. That's one of my favorites.
1: It has the, the only issue really that I have with it is that it has the pre 22, pre 2022, uh, ball joint hips, which are not quite as good as, uh, they are nowadays, but everything else is, amazing and perfect i you know the sculpt is a little more on the animated side than it, it's not like just a young rosario dawson or whatever live action version similar to how they had done you know earlier clone wars figures were modeled on hayden and Ewan and tamura but this one's kind of more cartoony i don't know yeah it looks fine overall
0: and uh give her an island journey ray cloak to really complete the uh, yes. really sad bittersweet ending of the clone wars
1: Yes, a lot of people did that, especially when that Ray hit uh, Ollie's after never hitting Walmart. It's a Walmart exclusive. Bringing it full circle to that and full circle to the poncho because uh, she had one last uh, cloak in the Clone Wars, which she did wear again in uh, the final episode of Tales of the Jedi.
0: Yep. Which was uh, post-war Ahsoka trying to live a more simple life on... Did they name the planet or am I just... Am I a bad fan for...
1: There was a lot of unnamed stuff. They might have given some of them names after the fact, but I am not aware of them. Okay. So, yeah.
0: But uh, here, uh, Ahsoka encounters her first Inquisitor. So, yes. And she's wearing the walkabout jumpsuit in this one, correct?
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. But at the beginning of it, uh, she's at Padme's funeral. Yes. Oh, uh, God. Where she's that, wearing the cloak, the aforementioned cloak poncho that, situation.
0: That scene punched me in the friggin' chest, man. Like <laughs> when yeah. she's at Padme's funeral. Uh, Baylor
1: again is like why did you come here It's like, because she was my friend uh,
0: oh my god
1: uh, Dave you're ripping my heart out you find new ways to rip my heart out all the time uh, I love you for it
0: yeah I not to be that guy but yes Dave Filoni and the Clone Wars and all this stuff around the Clone Wars really not that it needed to be done but for me personally it kind of rehabilitated Mm -hmm. how I felt about and how I contextualized the prequels did a lot of work to really make me come back around to loving loving that story in that era so love to hear it
1: yep i loved it the whole time for the record but it's loved that for, it. not that that's any better yeah, or any worse i loved but it when
0: i was a kid i really did and i yes, had to yes, go yes. through that whole like edgelord like ah the original sure. trilogy is the only star wars for me <laughs> <laughs> like i get it yeah, several
1: like, of our compatriots are still there to this day yeah. but god bless them for it but i opened my but, heart uh, yes and
0: i just became a blubbering mess many times in the years and you all, so. all the better for it yes. i love you
1: for it uh I know a lot of people went through this similar journey with Clone Wars because, you know, a lot of the stuff that's in the prequels maybe, you know, was teased out a little more clearly, a little more cleanly in a story. Um, You know, the way the war changed the galaxy and everything and plunged it into darkness. Uh, Maybe on a character level for Anakin, some of the stuff worked better, kind of slowly seeing his turn to the dark side instead of over the course of just one movie. I don't know, but I love it. And yeah great addition to the Star Wars canon. Some of my favorite Star Wars overall in the Clone Wars for sure.
0: And continuing on some of the great additions to the canon and some of my favorite Star Wars. Yes. Let's move on to Rebels.
1: Yes. Ahsoka Lives. Ahsoka Lives. <laughs> yes. That was the rallying cry at the time. Yep. Dave, when he came out with the question mark, somewhere in Rebels. Anyway, 15 years after the end of the Clone Wars, Ahsoka works as a spy for the fledgling rebellion under the codename Fulcrum. Uh, Fulcrum's identity was teased throughout season one. But finally revealed to be Ahsoka in the season one finale on March the 2nd, 2015, two years to the day after we saw her walk down those steps away from the Jedi Order, away from Anakin. So, yeah, nobody had any clue what her fate was at that time in the real world until we saw her come down those steps.
0: And then Uh, the question then became, so she has to die before a new hope, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clearly. She sidestepped disaster. So
1: So she's got to die again, right? Yeah. But uh,
0: uh, she, now... Yes, now she's wielding two white lightsabers. The first time we've ooh. seen white lightsabers in, uh, I was going to say live action. Canon, anyway. In, yes, in action. Um, yes. And those are, and it's explained again, going back to the YA novel, I don't think it's really touched on uh, anywhere else, but it's the... kyber uh, Kyber crystals from the Inquisitor that we saw her defeat in uh, Tales of the Jedi. She purifies those crystals and makes them into white. So by cleansing them, because darksiders bleed their crystals to make them red, she heals it, they become white, and now she has her white lightsabers. So... Yes, which she
1: still carries uh, to this, not this day, but yeah. throughout uh, the rest of her appearances. I don't know, man.
0: It was a long time ago, but Ahsoka could still be out there today. Yeah. She's yeah. always <laughs> constantly getting into high She survived a lot. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so while she's not the focus of Rebels, uh, throughout season two, she learns that Anakin is still alive as Darth Vader. Yep. She meets and works with the Ghost crew, including fellow Jedi, Jedi in training, Kanan Jarrus and Ezra Bridger. Reunites with Captain Rex, Commander Rex, whatever he is, whatever he is now. Uh, she kicks some serious Inquisitor ass, and she finally has her fateful rematch, her duel with Darth Vader. Yep. Um, and,
0: Talked yeah. about that a lot last on the last show.
1: Yeah, that's at the uh, season two finale, uh, Twilight of the Apprentice, which is amazing. But the outcome of that duel, we see the, the walls kind of close on them. The outcome of that duel was left mysterious for two more seasons. We kind of see Ahsoka walking into a temple at the end on Malachor doing something, we're not really sure.
0: But we're not quite, like, is she disappearing? Is she, like... Yeah,
1: yeah. is that her spirit? Is that what's going on? But uh, the outcome of that duel was left mysterious for two more seasons, and then it got even more mysterious. Yep. Uh, So following on the wackiness of the Mortis arc, the world between worlds on Lothal, the planet where most of Rebels takes place, of course, uh, it's sort of a nexus point of the Force that connects the future, the past, old friends long gone, as Yoda would say, if you couldn't tell that was trying to be Yoda. That's good.
0: That's good. I like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Connects them all through a series of portals, or doors, as they're called in the series. So Ezra sees Ahsoka dueling Vader, which was maybe like two years ago in the timeline of the story. Uh, He sees that duel happening through one of them, and uh, because he can't let go of his master Kanan, who just died, he pulls Ahsoka out to save her, to save someone. And learns that you really shouldn't do that uh, with Kanan as well. So, as they're in there, Darth Sidious, Emperor Palpatine, has been looking for a way to get into the world between worlds. He's got his Imperial goons working on it. Um, But he sees Ahsoka and Ezra in there. They fend him off and they split up. Uh, Ezra tells Ahsoka, when you get back, come and find me. Ahsoka says, I will. I promise. She goes back to Malachor to go on her journey. Uh, again, are we ever, were, were we ever going to see that again? We had no idea at the end of Rebels. Totally mysterious. <laughs> the, he, Dave, you love to keep us hanging on this character's journey every couple of years. Yep. But uh, the figure, we talked about it last time on the Rebels episode, only got a 5POA animated figure in the 2015 Force Awakens line in a two-pack with Darth Vader to uh, reenact their duel. Yep. So um,
0: go dig into that 90-minute ramble after can finish <laughs> this one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And yeah, Black Series got an all-new, realistic take on that figure, on that look in 2016, which was reissued with photoreal in 2020. Then, in the Rebels epilogue, uh, which takes place some nebulous time after Return of the Jedi, Ahsoka flies in her T-6 Jedi shuttle to meet with Sabine Wren, the Mandalorian, on Lothal, who has been protecting it for some time. Uh, She's looking at a mural of her fellow Ghost crew members, which should now be familiar to any vintage collection uh, collector backing (laughs) the Ghost. Um, Ahsoka has a new outfit with a white cloak and a staff very reminiscent of Gandalf, who Dave Filoni loves to compare her to. Um, In voiceover, Sabine says, Ezra's out there somewhere, and it's time to bring him home. There's a whole thing. Ezra defeated Grand Admiral Thrawn, went off into space somewhere, God knows where. Ahsoka and Sabine have both promised to bring Ezra home, uh, which is why that's relevant. So now they go off into another adventure and and into the Mando era.
0: Where Ahsoka... Still lives.
1: Yes. Again, she keeps living.
0: So Ahsoka appeared in live action for the first time in The Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 13, The Jedi, directed and co-written by Dave Filoni on November 27th, 2020. This time she's played by Rosario Dawson.
1: Yes. And the characters on the planet Corvus facing off with the cruel magistrate Morgan Elsbeth, who has information Ahsoka wants to know. Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? And Morgan Elsbeth serves him in some way. Perhaps her people were massacred in the Clone Wars. This is relevant for the show. She has been working with the Imperial uh, War Machine since then. Uh, But in this episode, the Mandalorian Din Djarin brings Grogu to Ahsoka, hoping she will train him as a Jedi, but she sees how attached they are and declines to train him, knowing what strong attachments can do to a Jedi, having seen it with Anakin becoming Vader, of course. And does this take place before the Rebels Rebels epilogue? we don't really know yet. I, th- I would assume so.
0: I mean, in- I don't know. I'm inclined to agree with you just since she's not in the white robe yet.
1: Yes. But I think this will all be clear. We'll touch on that week, in a minute. Maybe. So I hope. Or yeah. 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 Cause now she's got a new outfit, which is actually similar to what she's wearing under the rebels, uh, white cloak, mm-hmm. but she wears a back to the poncho. She wears a gray cloak poncho uh, throughout this.
0: And she doesn't have the staff yet.
1: Correct. Uh, but she's still got those sick ass white lightsabers.
0: Can I just have like a just want to do a quick digression, not necessarily just about Ahsoka, but a real world connection to uh, the Mando stuff. Uh, so yeah. Morgan Elsbeth is played by Diana Lee Inosanto, and I think I've told you about this before. Uh, when I was watching that episode with my mom back in 2020, she she was like, ah, "That face looks really familiar." When Elsbeth popped up on screen, so it turns out. And when I looked up the name, she was like, oh, my God, is she related to Dan Inosanto, who's a very famous and renowned martial artist? He trained Bruce Lee on how to use nunchucks. He, you know, really big in those circles. And my dad trained under him at one point. So, yeah, man, that's that. That was like really cool. I was like, oh, neat. There's like a tangential (laughs) thing. Actually, I even brought it up. I have uh, my dad's black belt uh, that I actually awesome. was just gifted by um, his childhood best friend held on to it for the last like 40 years and gave it to me. And I was like, oh, dang. So it's fun how that all worked That's amazing. out. amazing. Unfortunately, the Melo run fell far from the tree. I have no, uh, <laughs> no uh, things. I'm more of a Steven Seagal school of just a delusional bloated <laughs> moron with the, you know, physical prowess of a boozy sloth so just kind of swat him away like
1: he does in some of those amazing videos where he just kind of fights people just by kind of smacking them they're like oh they all fall over yeah
0: so yeah that's very weird though
1: the fact Hmm. that your mom and dad have a connection to that episode my mom does as well weirdly enough she knew michael bean as a child no way uh and and he plays lang who is uh working with morgan Elsbeth in some regard so
0: yeah, but one of those really? two what? characters is coming back, so...
1: Yes, that's true. So you win, you win this round.
0: <laughs> it's a competition now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but, sorry uh, for the yeah, digression. That's awesome.
1: I love it. But uh, Ahsoka, back to her, showed up again in the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 6 on February 2nd, 2022, following up on the uh, Grogu training situation. She was on Ossus, the site of Luke Skywalker's new training temple. How long was she there? Why was she there? What was she doing there? I, I don't know. It was cool to see her, though. Uh, She spoke to Mando some more about his attachment to Grogu because R2-D2 saw Mando there and he told Ahsoka to come deal with this, his old pal Ahsoka. Um, (laughs) Luke asked her, Luke Skywalker, might have heard of him, asked her what to do about Grogu, who clearly wanted to go do cool Mandalorian stuff with his dad instead of lame Jedi stuff with his teacher. (laughs) Um, So it was not the the first meeting of Luke and Ahsoka, but it was still awesome to finally see them together on screen for the first time. That was a really cool Um, moment.
0: I really liked that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to know more about, uh, her relationship to Luke's temple and whether she, she doesn't really consider herself a Jedi at this point, uh, after the Clone Wars, I guess she never really did again. But, uh, so back to the figures, this look came to the vintage collection as Ahsoka Tano Corvus in early 2022. Uh, the first figure based on Rosario's live action Ahsoka.
0: As always showed up a cool 18 months after the episode aired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that tracks though, since she was a huge secret. Um, however, that huge secret had leaked all over the internet yeah. well before that episode aired. Uh, yes. so someone could have been working on something, but whatever.
1: I guess ah. her design didn't show up, but her it, all pretty much all the casting for season two had appeared online with yep. you know all the guest stars.
0: But we see it when you see it. Cool, Hasbro, <laughs> but that's not how it should be. So <laughs> Talk to yes, Lucasfilm. See it or, early. Yeah.
1: Ask to see it before we see it, please, yeah, for the love for the, of God. Yeah,
0: God, God, yes, please.
1: <laughs> but that same figure has been repacked a couple of times, mm-hmm. uh, once with more accessories, including uh, a cloak and Morai and Grogu and a couple of stuff for Grogu to play with um, as a Walmart-exclusive deluxe world-building set later in 2022, and is now being repacked again with apparently no changes on an Ahsoka card in uh, late 2023. Yeah. Yeah. No additional accessories, no nothing. No.
0: Uh, longer Leku would have been appreciated on that at the very least. Yeah. Cause there's nothing new about that figure. Uh, so yeah. they, cause they tweaked the character's appearance a little bit for book of Boba Fett and even further for the Ahsoka series as they've kind yeah. of really, I think they kind of use Mandalorian and book of Boba Fett as kind of just like dry runs to see how they can uh, get her to work in live action. And yeah to me it works great um however i do just want to say that what a kenner move that is to repack just straight repack the main character onto the new media card uh yeah so i i do kind of appreciate that even though it's eh, yeah so
1: it's because the figure is like still available on Hasbro Pulse. It is.
0: And, and it's still available at like yeah, kids Amazon warehouse sure. for six ninety nine yep. <laughs> and all that stuff. So it's it, 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 it would have just been minimal updates, you know, or even just pack in the the robe that was, you know, price locked in that yeah. deluxe set. since she wears that all the time in the marketing. And materials. she didn't have
1: she doesn't have hilts, right? She no just has hilt. a little lightsaber. So they could
0: have. And I know
1: that some, you know including new things c- makes it count as a new figure in some regard or something. Which so
0: it should have, it should have been un- counted as a new figure. <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Nice to get it out again, but it's already out. So whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, so I'm not too bothered about it. I just don't love it, you know?
1: Yes. But, uh, this look also got a five POA retro collection, Kinder style figure uh, in the same year, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and black series has gotten this figure multiple times, including credit collection, uh, and a deluxe version in a pack with Mando with her cloak. And much like Vintage Collection, the Corvus version is also being repacked in an Ahsoka box for the series, despite being still available everywhere, but
0: good for them. And that is Ahsoka's journey uh, uh, from development yes. through character growth through figures. That brings us up to current.
1: Yes. Anything happening right now with her? I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Check back in about six hours after listening to this episode. So. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. If you want to run down these figure looks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: To recap, Ahsoka has received eight unique looks across the various three and three quarter inch lines with only three in realistic style in the vintage collection. And those are her Clone Wars season three through five main looks, which we got in 2012 uh, or which the figure was made in 2012. We've gotten it since Uh, the Clone Wars season seven look. Uh, her Mandalore look. We got that in 2021. And then the Mando Book of Boba Fett Ahsoka show look that we got in 2022 and now a couple times since. So, yes. Uh, Black Series has four. Uh, they have the Clone Wars seasons three through five look coming in 2024. They have her Mandalore look from season seven. They got that in 2020. Uh, they have the Rebels look in 20 that they got in 2016, and they also have the Mando book of Boba Fett and Ahsoka look that they got in 2022 as well. So fairly balanced, yeah. except they have the leg up on one having the Rebels version and two a new modern standard three seasons three through five look that makes ours look yeah. kind of rough in comparison
1: yes would be nice to get a new one but what other versions do you want to see in the line
0: uh you know i would love to when i wrote this i wasn't even thinking about the tales of the jedi look i would love the seasons one through early season three look um but as we kind of mentioned earlier i wouldn't mind if it was the tales of the jedi look uh yeah to sort of sunsetting that look yeah the the tube top look because that look never really worked for me on any level it just doesn't make them a lot of sense never liked it um i would i wouldn't hate an all new seasons three through five one since that is she spends a majority of her screen time in that outfit um yeah. would love that i would love to see her citizen uh you know her jumpsuit from the walkabout um uh, that we saw in season seven of clone wars and then tales of the jedi and of course the big one being her look from rebels i would love to be able to do yeah. the malachor scenes i would Yes, be very happy with that. So, hashtag get the ghost.
1: Especially now that the world between worlds door, so to speak, is opened to rebels figures and vintage collection. Finally,
0: yes, yes. So,
1: a suck would be an awesome addition to that uh, lineup.
0: Yeah, I also spied a little blue and white jumpsuit that she's wearing in one of the trailers. You see it just briefly, mm-hmm. like the shoulders, and I'm I'm intrigued by that. So, I hope if it's interesting, I would love to get a a uh, figure of that, and at the very least, a new head with longer who from the show or any you know alongside any new looks she might have so how about you john definitely did that cover most of most of what you it does want? yeah
1: i mean it would be nice to get the uh the season four looks that they never made in any line um you know i don't i'm don't, not expecting a new scuba version anytime soon it's nice to have the animated one that we do have um yeah i wonder if she's gonna upgrade from the gray poncho to the white uh gandalf because we see a live action recreation of the Rebels epilogue in some photos and and, uh, marketing materials. But she's got the gray um, cloak and no staff. So does she get, is this an actual recreation? Is it a retcon like they do sometimes? Or is it, you know, she's going to come back at the end of the journey with a white cloak and staff after she levels up? I don't, I have no idea. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that or if she's going to. Go through a journey and, you know, become a with the White by the end of this series. I guess we'll see. But it's a cool look, I guess.
0: We saw how she sidestepped Order 66 in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, we saw how she sidestepped the original trilogy. So now we need to learn how does she sidestep yes. the sequels? So,
1: yes. Well, and yeah, we mentioned in the last episode, but not this one. I forgot to add that she is, uh, you hear her voice again, played by Ashley Eckstein. In the whole all the Jedi sequence in *Rises Skywalker*, when Rey is needing the inspiration to get up and uh, kill her grandfather, um, <laughs> to put it bluntly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you hear Ahsoka, but then Dave Filoni, of course, is again teased. Well, every single other character that you hear is dead, but it's, and maybe Ahsoka might
0: not be dead. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she, Who knows? Is she she in can survive she in the room any- with la- us right now, Dave. <laughs> Do you see Ahsoka <laughs> the, here now? <laughs> she,
1: she's the cockroach of the Star Wars universe. She can survive literally anything. <laughs> But yeah.
0: Should we just talk about how the Ahsoka series is kind of being covered so far in TVC? Absolutely. All right. So what's coming? Uh, Here's what we know. John, run through the list.
1: Two figures have been officially revealed. Uh, Ahsoka, the repack we mentioned, as well as Sabine Wren, the deluxe figure who looks great. Giant helmet. Let's fix that, as we always say. Also, real quick, Um, have
0: you noticed that the paint on the giant helmet on all those photos is off-centered completely?
1: Uh, it's going to be a nightmare, uh, actually getting that in hand because it's going to be misaligned just a little bit. There's so many paint apps, having one misaligned is going to mess up the whole thing. The glam
0: photos have all the lines pointed, like (laughs) totally like a 40 degree angle, so... (gasps)
1: Yeah. Great! I needed another thing to worry about today. So You're thanks welcome. for that.
0: Oh, also, in all of the <laughs> things for that Corvus repack of Ahsoka, we've talked about the card, but I haven't mentioned in every officially released glam of the card back. Oh, there's yeah. a God. error, and I can't tell if it's a Photoshop error or I will laugh and be so mad if the, the card, card shows up and it's got an actual printing error on it.
1: Yeah, where it's got like a little square, like is a, a, a rectangle is like offset an yeah. inch,
0: basically. Yeah, they forgot to turn the layer be off very somewhere. Upsetting. So.
1: I need to look at uh, actual live in-hand pictures of that from uh, conventions. Anyway, um, two figures were leaked on the back of the cards at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which were the HK-87 Assassin droid and Morgan Elsbeth, two characters that she faced off against in uh, The Mandalorian, but these are in their Ahsoka series appearances from what it looks like.
0: And we um, we've mentioned that uh, this will be probably the last time we ever get a figure leak from the back of a card since they're changing yes the way that the cards look so they don't have to worry about slapping gaff tape on them in the booth before anybody can see <laughs> the photos or, of things they won't announce so.
1: or coloring it with a Crayola black marker that absolutely does nothing to actually hide anything yeah God but uh, there's one more big thing coming from Ahsoka which is of course the ghosts. Uh, with Ahsoka series details and branding, even though the figures uh, are rebels inspired. Yep. So yeah, and hopefully there's more stuff coming around the ghosts. Um, of course, Black Series is getting Hera in her uh, flight jacket from the series. Um, I don't think I in my character deep dive. I don't think they can really reuse anything from this Hera for an Ahsoka Hera. The details are the vibes are the same, but the details are different. Yeah,
0: it's um, almost like people change their clothes over. Ten year yep. gaps of time.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, not Han Solo. No, 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 but not him. Not him. they will get a new jacket every once in a while. But uh,
0: yeah. Do you have any kind of thoughts on stuff that you'd like to see coming? Well,
1: of course, we want Chopper to finish off the Rebels crew, and because I love Chopper, there's a great Disney Parks version of him, but uh, a Vintage Collection version would be much appreciated. Um, and we have the uh, Thrawn from Rebels coming, but as we mentioned, his outfit looks identical in live action and animation. So, they can really just get a Lara's portrait on the new Thrawn figure. And I'd be happy with that.
0: Yeah. Having not seen an episode yet at the time of recording, I already know that uh, I want Balin, Shin, Merak. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And also uh, Hu Yang, obviously. Of course. Of
1: course. How can I forget
0: Hu Yang? Yes. Hu Yang. He goes
1: with that saying. Yeah. So, you know, it's implied.
0: Yeah. And then Lego also got a ghost set that has uh, Jason, Syndulla, uh Kanan, right. and Hera's son. Uh, and of course, curious where Ezra's going to factor into all this. But if he does, you bet I'm going to want to figure that. So, absolutely, yes. Uh, I have a feeling that some of these might make the 2024 March Madness bracket. Uh, as I said earlier, Hugh Yang is probably going to make my top 25. So, thanks again, John.
1: Definitely going to make mine if they don't uh, cause a miracle and release him in the line before them. Yeah, but we'll see.
0: So, John, are you hyped for Ahsoka?
1: I'm hyped for Ahsoka. Uh, like I said, rewatching watching uh, her episodes, especially in live action, uh, has been really helpful to get a handle on where she is in her journey again. Um, I might have to do some Rebels here tonight. We'll see. But I watched that a couple years ago. But so excited to see Rebels story continue. So, so excited to see, uh, you know, more of Rosario as Ahsoka, who love Ashley Eckstein, but I think Rosario was the perfect uh, live action casting. And uh, she's done a great job so far. And I did... I did have to watch the scene real quick that they released. Don't want to have too many spoilers, but my God, it looks so cool. The fight choreography just looks awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it or does. She,
1: she and Merrick are fighting and they're, the uh, the HK87 kind of gets in the middle of them.
0: Yeah. I love that and, so uh, much. I, I saw that. That amazing. was another thing I watched with the sound off. Yeah. So, because it was yeah. part of that same clip.
1: I was like, maybe I should just watch it on my phone and like, then I'll have like a good experience watching it on TV. But I was like, yeah. I got to put it on the TV real quick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, I uh, uh I took the day off work. I took Wednesday off work because yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to have to stay up until you know 1 a.m. my time for it to start. And it's an hour 36. So I'd be going to bed around 3 o'clock. Oh, and then they moved it up, as I mentioned, at the top of the show. Yeah. So, yes, get to watch it on Tuesday night now, which is awesome. And now yes. I just have a freebie day off <laughs> on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, if Perfect. my boss watch is listening again. to this, uh, it's a medical emergency. Yeah. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do you have to uh,
1: break our hearts all over again? Yeah
0: do you have any uh speculation or thoughts that you just want to throw out there at the 11th hour
1: i you know i'd love to see like i said her meeting with luke i'd love to see her first meeting with anakin after he's redeemed um i don't know if that's happened yet i have no clue that's something that i've been looking forward to for a long time uh yeah that's something i don't know i want to know if sabine's actually force sensitive or if she's just being trained in lightsaber combat that's sort of what i'm leaning towards but who knows anymore Yeah. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I have a wild card prediction that I don't think it's not, I'm not expecting it. I don't think it's going to come true, but I kind of, for some reason I can totally see, you know, the episode as the screen goes black and then we get kind of a previously on star Wars sort of thing. Like remember how for Obi-Wan, they did a montage of the story so far of Obi-Wan's journey and Obi-Wan Anakin's journey. I was almost thinking, Oh man, I wonder if they're going to do like some live action recreations of scenes from oh, clone wars, rebels and Ahsoka's story so far that way. But that's really involved. Awesome. That's not just like a, Hey, they throw that in there, but
1: well, a lot of the costumes are similar, like we said. And, uh, they did the, the reverse for, uh, the end of the clone wars and the beginning of the bad batch where they animated some revenge of the Sith yeah. scenes in, or shots in uh, the clone Wars style, which I, I love that. That was just so cool to see in a new way. Um, That'd be cool to see. Who knows? Yeah.
0: So that's, that's my wild card theory. So. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, we're reaching the end of the show. John, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Uh, yeah, go get the ghost already.
0: Yes, obviously it goes without saying, um, just real quick before we sign off, just going to continue our 2023 year long celebration of return of the Jedi's 40th anniversary. And this week's story comes from long live vintage star Wars on Instagram. They write. 11 years old and five years of collecting, Return of the Jedi was the first Star Wars movie I was able to watch at the theater. Three years earlier, my mom and dad attempted to take me to see Empire, but the closest theater was 10 miles away, and when we got there, it was sold out for the day. Unfortunately, we never attempted another trip. So when Return of the Jedi hit, we were more prepared. It was a day—it uh, was a day long remembered, and I will always cherish the memory. I received more Return of the Jedi toys from Kenner for Christmas '83 uh, and '84, uh, plus my birthdays than the previous Star Wars and Empire lines. And I made the biggest Ewok village out of a plum tree in the backyard and Jabba's palace using <laughs> cinder blocks. It was sad when '85 came around and Star Wars dried up, but my memories will always be there, and my. Uh, And I restarted collecting again in 1995 and have never let up. Long live Star Wars. Agreed. Absolutely. Yes. You're talking to the right folks. We agree with you.
1: Yes. Long live Star Wars. Long live Ahsoka, apparently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Forever and ever. Ahsoka will always live. (laughs) Uh, Here's the part of the show that I just get a little bit beggy again. I know I say that all the time. If you enjoy what we do, be it for the podcast, Uh, or even just at SWTVC on instagram please consider dropping us a rating and review Uh, there's a handy dandy link in our instagram bio again we are at SWTVC on instagram we actually did just get a review last week uh and to the listener out there thank you so much for dropping that review minor correction my name is evan not eric but it happens all the time (laughs) i work with an eric and they switch us up constantly so it thematically works i'll accept it you can call me whatever Uh, (laughs) Other than that, I think that does it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. As always, keep 375 alive. Back TVC, finish the 96, bounce the scales Hasbro, Yu Yang gang for life, get the ghost, get hyped for Ahsoka, and may the force be with you.